Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services. And I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs again that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below when you purchase their services let them know derek sent you Okay, so fellas, we're going to play a variation of a game that I play with my wife called In and Out in 45 Minutes. Okay. And I am I like to play a game also called, this is the last time I even have to think about Playmakers. This is great. This was <laughs> such a, oh my God, you know what? So it here's was, the thing. The, the nostalgia no. got to us. The nostalgia got to us. Not just that. I Yo. Yeah, because you're a football player. You were mad the whole season. So <laughs> the thing is about this is I really thought that this show ended on a cliffhanger. I, For some reason, I thought they cut to black before they showed Phoenix scoring that touchdown and their season being over. And I was like, that's a banging-ass way to end a season and all that. Turns out that's how I would have ended the season. Yes, because it was just like, turn that off, and then – he turned it off and he turned all of us off like exactly and i'm really turned it was off. a cliffhanger no it wasn't we knew the they phoenix down, won they were down 23 16 and what that last that last score where your man where your man wasn't it luther mm-hmm. when your man luther big scored, luther. They, big luther when big luther scored they, their season was over yeah, they're saying it's over. They had 2316. No, dude. Yeah. I took no. It didn't remember. And then Chambers came in and said, I took notes. So um, they were they were down uh 21-10 and everybody cheered. And then he said they scored a touchdown and missed the extra point. That makes it 21-16. And then they got the onside kickback. And then Big Lufa scored that <laughs> touchdown, making it 22-21. Game over. Yep. So as soon as he scored, their season was done. And I really wish they had done that in the cliffhanger. But, I mean, now I'm sitting here like, did they know that there wasn't going to be season two? Like, I don't know. Anyhow. Um, yes, yes. According to according to that interview, he said, like, a couple of episodes in, they knew that they weren't going to get picked. Uh, they, they were going to let this go. Yeah. One, uh, like they, have, they have filmed everything. But in once, Canada. Once, once they started, once the shit started airing, after after a couple of episodes, that's when that's when the NFL came in and it was like nah dog. So they they did the rest of the episodes, but like I think this this last episode, I'm not even sure that this actually really aired 
like the way like i don't know they put it in an off time slot or some shit like that because until i got the dvd i never saw the last episode oh i saw it i never oh, saw yeah. the last no, episode no no i saw it i saw it on tv and i remember it and i that's that's why i'm saying i am now wondering because i had always thought that it ended on a cliffhanger and initially, I was like, that's the greatest cliffhanger of all time. And the fact they didn't come back for a second season is a bummer. Um, but now the greatest cliffhanger of all time is the Black Donnellys. And fuck this show. They got practice at 7 a.m. Uh, and DH and Buff are still at the club drinking champagne and getting breakfast at the club. Like, what club does that? I didn't even know club. Maybe in Atlanta. Maybe no, he was, on the he East was Coast. Co- Remember, he called in to breakfast. He wasn't calling the bar. Yeah, he, was, he he called in the breakfast to the club. That's a big thing on the East Coast. They have after hour spots, and you stay there all night and then get breakfast. I, I I didn't know you could get it in the after hour spot. I thought that after yeah. that you went to like the the Waffle House or something. Mm-mm. In the spot. Okay. What you eating? Sour gummies. Ooh, you know what? I love a good sour gummy, but a good sour gummy worm is everything. That's what it is. Okay. Are they trolleys? Probably, yeah, yeah, nigga. Yeah, you know. You know. How'd you know that? I didn't even know what it's called and it was sitting here. Yeah. Because, look, so gummy worms in my family are like godsends. And we eat the uh, Sour Bright gummies like crazy. We used to, at least. Um, Once Isabella, when she was like seven years old we went to see some movie in the theater it was probably barbie and the horseman or some shit and she ate a whole bag and then threw up (laughs) and then on the way out she was like can you buy me another bag because i lost all mine out of my tummy (laughs) that sounds like a child yep so i was like you gonna be diabetic and that wasn't funny but you know it's not Black folks, you should never it's, wish. You should never say that shit because too many of us. Too many. Nigga, somebody here has it. Yes. Yes, they do, Scar. So, uh, Cal and Tyree have advised Buff that they're still cool. They're cool with the... They're, they're cool with what DH did, turning it... Or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Smalls and Tyree have advised Buff that they're cool with what, what uh, DH did to Cal. Since, you know, Cal shot his brother and all. Yeah. Like, not because he murdered somebody, but because he shot his brother. Yeah, we good with you telling on him, man. We good with you snitching. Yeah. And and like and like Snoop said, I mean, I'm not even calling him by his uh, character name. Nigga, that was Snoop. Um, Snoop said, like, they just hangers on. Like, these, you know, you're, you're their meal ticket. Mm-hmm. So, like, wh- wherever you go, they gonna go. And like one of them got out of line, but that doesn't mean that they all gonna get out of line because they know where the fuck they all this shit coming from. Hey man, hey man, hey man, can we get that Xbox back though? Because you know, man. So did y'all know this show won awards? Yes, it was good for the time it was in. It just no, was it? fucked up the landing. It was better than the last seasons of Oz. I mean, that was horrible. I mean, that was. I mean, they were. Ah, they're probably equally bad. Honestly, this only had one good episode out of all eleven. Um, yeah, yeah, it did. But the halftime, you know, the halftime episode is pretty good too, though. Did you know it won the outstanding drama series in the Glad Awards? Yes. 
I'm looking, I'm yeah. only because I'm only because I'm looking at it now. And the AFI awards have won for the TV program. Wait, wait, wait. When you say glad, that's gay and lesbian alliance. Yes. Gay that's lesbian dope. uh for says it to recognize uh outstanding representation of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender community. I guess it's the uh what's his face? David or uh Okay. I mean, for that time frame, yeah. Like, say so what what what's award winning back then would have been on Twitter now. Like, how dare you? I mean, it's I mean, it's the same. Like, like the way that they punished him was, I mean, just short of boys don't cry. And like, you know, what right, I mean? right. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, what what passes back then? Girl, what comes out the closet and immediately gets placed on IR into oblivion? Probably wouldn't fly now. Right, <laughs> but okay, award winner. Um, but also like like the the quarterbacks just like, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I'm I'm cool with it. I ain't got no problem with it. And fuck it. If if it's coming to me, I'm gonna use this shit to my advantage. Yeah, like, yeah. I ain't got no problem with it. And then sends the ball flying over the middle to get that nigga laid out repeatedly. We already <laughs> explained that. Yeah, yeah. I know why it was because he he didn't want to be seen as gay. He didn't want to be mocked by his teammates. He wanted to be part of the crowd again, yeah. which means that the quarterback, who's literally the leader of the team, no, he was getting revenge, not that part. If, if oh yeah, for leaving him hanging. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're if, right. You're right. If if Michael Sam was a receiver of some sort, I can imagine the same shit happening there. Yeah. So Will Banks is cool again too with uh with DH and so since DH is Will Banks' boy again, he's gonna push the issue and not go to practice. And Buff is like, I ain't pushing shit, and he dipped out. So DH misses practice completely and says he overslept and and hit Coach George with the literally this is this had to have came out right around Iverson, right yes. around the Iverson practice discussion. Yep. Uh, because that's what a big part of this episode was, was the Iverson practice discussion. Mm-hmm. And um, he tells Coach George, Will Banks ain't paying me to sit. And if you put Will Banks between us with the season on the line, he's definitely choosing me. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't understand why George would think otherwise when he was just now shook that uh, Will Banks is going to fire him at the end of the season. But if you're going to not put in the guy that Will Banks has covered up for in many different situations in the last game of the season, yeah, just pack your shit. The, the Iverson um, practice uh, happened during the Anybody tell you season. And this came out in 03? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That I miss practice. If, if if a coach say I miss practice and y'all hear it, then that's that. I mean, I might have missed one practice this year, but if if somebody say he doesn't come to practice, it can be one practice out of all the practices this year. That's enough. If I can't practice, I can't practice, man. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I mean, simple as that. It ain't about that. I mean, it's, it's not about that at all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, 
but it's it's it's, it's easy to, to to talk about. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. We sitting here. I supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice, not a game, not a, not not the game that I go out there and, and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Man, we're talking about practice. I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I know that. <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not shoving it aside, you know, like it don't mean anything. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we're talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? We're talking about practice, man. I'm sorry. Watching this as an adult, when he said this shit back in the day, I was like, we talking about practice. Now as an adult, I'm like, nigga, you literally said you understand why he's mad, but for real, though. But for I real, love, though, I love the fact that that one dude that tried to speak up and say something, he just kept talking. <laughs> that nigga got the Cuban V of all time. That nigga said, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can get it. You know, like it don't mean anything. We're talking about practice. I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I know that. And I'm not I'm not shoving it aside, you know, like it don't mean anything. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? The fuck? You literally what are we talking about? He's talking about practice. Not no, a game. I mean, that is the most bad news nigga of all time. Not a game. Of all time. Like this, like, <laughs> like, do you know how many people I know that talk like that? They talk exactly like that. I know those are my people. Like my my brother talked like that. Rest That's how peace. that was a good dude. Rest in peace to my brother. But uh, like I know I know so many people who talk like that. As soon as he started talking, I was like, oh yeah, that's bad news right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what are we talking about? Cheating? I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but, I, know, I know cheating is bad. I know I shouldn't have put my dick in her. I know I know I shouldn't have slept over at her house and came home smelling like her, but. We talking about cheating, mm-hmm. not marriage, not me leaving you. We talking about cheating. The, the crazy part about it is like, there's a part of this that's cut out. Um, He was talking about his friend who died and apparently he had been drinking a bit because he was, you know, he was fucked up about his friend who died. Um. And, and you know that's where that's where most of this came from. It was probably the drinking that made this come out as hilarious as it was. But uh, there's a part where he was talking about his friend died, and then like we get to this, and you're talking about a practice. I'm I just told you about someone that I know, and my best friend in the world died, and I'm really feeling the effects right now. And you are talking to me about fucking practice. That's what it really was about. It was really about like I just told you somebody close to me died, but y'all keep talking to me about this fucking practice I missed. Fuck this practice. That's not what this is supposed to be about. Like that's not what life is about. Like I guess that's what he was really trying to say. But it you know being being drunk and at a press conference, this is, is what comes up. That that interview is right up there with this interview and that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion we threw that game we gave it away by doing that we gave them the friggin game 
In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about <laughs> playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> playoffs? more. <laughs> The way he said <laughs> playoffs, like Nick, what the fuck are you? He saying? said playoffs the way he said playoffs the way that uh, what's that nigga who did crank that Soldier Boy? Uh, no, Drake. He said Drake, Drake, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the entire season's riding on one game. Everything they worked on since training camp, the shit they pushed out for, pushed through for six months, the infighting, the piss, man, the highs and the lows. They lose now, they're out. But if they win, they need Jersey to beat Phoenix. But Jersey hasn't lost a home game all season long. So right when they said that, I should have known these niggas are going to lose at home. Yep. Because the way that they've written this show the entire season is they say something at the beginning of the episode. And at the end of the episode, the thing they said at the beginning of the episode falls the fuck apart. <laughs> yep. Always comes back to bite them. Always. Always. Leon uh, listens to what coach is saying, but he doesn't hear it because he's in uniform, but he's already on to the next. And coach has buff clothes out to talk and they go hit the field. And even old check hasn't forgotten, even though he hasn't forgotten what he did to Corey, we did because they haven't. They cut this like episode this. so stupidly between during the game, after the game, before the game, the week before the game, the I day think, before the game. I think this is. What happens when you know this shit is over? And yep. You got to try to close out as much shit as you can in an episode. But 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 playoffs. We're talking about you literally putting in a pregnancy storyline in the last episode of the season, my nigga. Right. Like you had to grand open and grand close that shit in thirty minutes. Really yep. in eight to nine minutes because everybody else needs a story to be told. Playoffs, this is what they chose to do. So, old check, even though we all forgot who the fuck Corey was, and I had to go back to like season three to look. He said, I've forgotten what I did to Corey. I'm also thinking about how me and Beth are going to move in together. And then he finds out that Jenna, his one night stand is pregnant. Fellas, let me tell you something. If you got a one night stand popping off, that's cool. You know, do you make sure there's consent and everything that you do. Wear a fucking condom. Exactly. But remember, he was at the club. He saw Beth with the quarterback Mm -hmm. and that, that, that that drove him stupid. Like he would, he, he went. And he spoke to her that night, and then him and him and old girl left. So he was, he was, he was on team stupid at that point. But 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 they weren't really fucking. It was practice. We talking about practice, dog. <laughs> no, that was the game. So, because because the game because game definitely gets run on his ass, right? Mm, we'll talk about that in a second. Leon tells Will Banks that if he doesn't pick up his option, I don't I don't feel like I can play that great today. And Will Banks is like, yo, you know what? If a team calls in the offseason, I'll tell them that you have a lot left in the tank. And Leon's like, but not enough for you. Will Banks is like, you've been a stand-up dude with the way you dealt with DH and with your domestic situation, and I'll be happy to talk you up. I also talked to the assistant general manager, and he told me that there's a 150000 front office job set up for you, Leon. And Leon's like, I make $150,000 and a half. And Will Banks is like, yeah, you did, but after tonight, you won't. Good point. Leon's like, I don't need your help. 
but then he talks to his agent. He's wrong. He's going to be broke soon uh, unless he goes through his budget and trims $200,000 from it. GH scores and Leon doesn't like it. And it looks like coach doesn't either um, because, you know, playoffs and practice don't mean the same thing that Will Banks. Um, we find out that Buff has diabetes and his biggest risk factor is his weight. Uh, Buff has to lose weight and get down to 240 pounds. But if you lose that kind of weight, his career is over. And he tells Lyles, you know, I, I used to weigh 275. And Lyles like, yeah, the guy across the line from you used to weigh that too, but everybody's gone up, so you got to go up, basically. And you have to weigh 315. And then he finds him for not weighing enough. So his job against his health. Um, that's, a, that's some real shit, though. It is, and you see a lot of offensive linemen as soon as they get out the league more and more recently, especially Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas looks amazing. As soon as yeah. they get out the league, they go and lose all the weight. Yep. Come on, Brandon. It's a football talk. I thought you had something to say, man. Football. football. And all, and all of the quarterbacks. And all of the quarterbacks who are not on TV after <laughs> kind of balloon. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because the quarterbacks, as far as I'm concerned, the quarterbacks have never had to lift weights the way that the uh, offensive linemen had to lift weights. So the offensive linemen keep that same regimen, but now they're not eating as much, and those calories just fall the fuck off. Yeah, Because Joe Thomas was on uh, the Rock Show, Battle of the Titans or whatever it was called. Like, he was one of the fucking Titans. <laughs> like, what you telling me? And, that's, uh, that's, that's cheating. That's yo, cheating. The Yo. same way, the same way that like like athletes are cheating in Dancing with the Stars. Like that's a that's, that's a cheat code. Man, uh, you say athletes are cheating, and then you show me a picture of Emmett Thomas on Dancing with the Stars. Get the fuck out of my face, Emmett Smith. Yeah, I said Emmett Thomas, no. didn't I? Emmett Smith wasn't that bad. Let me tell you about spicy ass Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice was spicy as fuck. <laughs> Jerry Spice. He <laughs> was spicy as fuck. It was just like, yo, dog, are you trying to tell us something? Like no, Jerry Rice was Jerry was... Rice was spicy as fuck. Well, we don't know. Was... We don't know who his instructor was. But then, just because but, you uh, dance, just because you dance with flair, does not imply that you have. That 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 you're leaning in a certain direction. Nah, I didn't think it was spicy though. Like I'm not saying that he was. I'm not saying that he was on the other side of this. But I'm saying he was a little spicy. But um, but you know, Shumpert just won Dancing with the Stars. Like Iman Shumpert, mm-hmm. basketball player. He just won mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars. I think it was. I think a lot of it is like they actually. Uh, apparently, I looked it up because I was looking to see how many athletes won. But apparently, they did an athletes only season because, like, come on, you have to because athletes take instruction extremely well, and a lot of them mm-hmm. are in very much control of their bodies. So, mm-hmm. like, it seems like athletes are a cheat code. Even the even the like the the pop stars and stuff like that, like niggas from like In Sync and shit like that that have been on Dancing with the Stars, they didn't do as well because like. You you know they they're usually taught how to dance but stuff like that but they don't have that kind of control over themselves as mm-hmm. athletes do i mean i don't know i'm just like athletes can uh they have footwork so all you're doing is selling them a different kind of footwork grand opening grand closing <laughs> so old check tells beth about jenna and he's, he tells her straight out, I took the DNA test already. The baby is mine. Um, he didn't want to say. Ocek is somewhat of a sucker. He's very much a sucker. Um, 
and he didn't want to say anything until he was certain that it was his. He's also their idea of what a nice guy is in, in 2003. He's kind of a nice guy. I'm not going to say he's not a nice guy. He's, he's no, nice I'm saying guy. what their idea of it, like he's literally like Galleon where everybody else is goofus. Yeah, see, here's the, yeah. The, my, my biggest problem comes at the end of his story. I know the whole, the whole shit with Beth was I, I, it I was a problem for me. I, I know we'll get there. Beth is certain that Jen is beside herself, and Beth is extremely upset because where's that leave them? And he's like, I don't know. The movers are helping Beth pack and move into his place the very next day, but she's like, I'm I'm gonna cancel it. And Ultrak is like, I think you should. And I'm like, nigga, you're not marrying Jenna, she's pregnant. And then I, know, I feel like that was a very real thing, though. I feel like if you were getting ready to move in with someone, then you found out they was having a baby with someone else, it would call it would give you some pause. Not enough where you're like, I had a one night stand with somebody. I think I should marry them. No, I don't think it was that. I think it was more so. Do I really want to be dating someone who's about to be a baby daddy? Oh yeah, on her side, thing. yes. Yeah. But for him to agree. Like, but he was know. agreeing because he's a nice guy. Mm. That's what they were yeah, trying to imply. He was, he, was agree- he was agreeing with her. Yeah, he was agreeing with her. He was like, yeah, maybe you're right. Like he, They were portraying it as like, because the whole episode was basically, old. he's like looking at the other side, like putting himself on the other side. She was like, oh, you, you know, especially when you get to it, when he's talking to the guys, he's like, y'all talking about this woman and her child. Like, why are y'all talking like this? Like, he, the whole episode was like him and the other side, and then and then it came back around. Yep, and like all all of the niggas was right, <laughs> all of them. But you know, dude, yo, you got my man's number? Call my man's. So then we find out that uh, DH doesn't need practice to know that Pro Left Thirty Three is just a fancy way of saying the ball's coming to him. <laughs> And coach wants Wilbanks to back him up on DH sitting down. And Wilbanks is like, fuck no. I want DH playing the most important game of the year. Why don't you? And coach is like, I think we can win without him. And Wilbanks is like, don't fucking insult me. <laughs> I, I, I know who I got out the expansion draft. And I know who I drafted. Nigga, don't fuck with me. Right. Uh, he's like, if you want your contract renewed next season, you got to take us deep into the playoffs. And DH can help us do that. Leon goes and talks to Sam about the demo reel that they did back in, like, episode one. They bring up some old shit in this final episode. And she tells him that Bill, her director, loved it. Uh, He kept asking when you were going to come in for an audition, but you never followed up. So she didn't feel comfortable bringing it up. But Leon's like, I'm ready now. And they have him read the teleprompter. He does great while he's going through a midlife crisis. And Bill asks when he can start. At the same time, Olchek can't focus. And Derek tells Guard Dog that Olchek needs Carney's number. And Guard Dog groans, man, bummer. Buff asks Olchek if he's taking a paternity test. And he says, because I'm two for four myself. And then they're basically to subphrase, you know, paraphrase uh, in 2003. All these bitches want is money. Um, money hungry bitches. Yeah. And the crazy part about it is like, he said he was two for four, but like, yo, none of these dudes have talked about kids this whole time. Nope, because they got Carney. Yeah, they got Carney. Here's the, old- the funny thing about this is that, you know, 
there I think there's like a clear difference between like regular people and rich people because like you'll hear regular people say this like I was I was I was in like a group chat uh spaces or something I don't know I was in something recently and it was just a bunch of like regular ass dudes talking like this and I'm like y'all realize like women don't lie about this stuff that I mean yeah of course there's women that lie about stuff like this or do things deceitful but that's not like the norm like that's a rarity that doesn't happen that often over the grand scheme of things but i will say you know when you were like when i was in college like they had people come talk to you because like they went to the nfl because you know this stuff does make you more of a target i still wouldn't say it happens like the majority of the time but you that do just, become more of a target. This shit just happened to this shit just happened to a basketball player. He was with his lady, everything was great. He got her pregnant. She had the baby, and immediately after that baby was born, she was out because she's getting paid. It this, does shit, happen. This, this shit just happened like a couple months ago. So they were basically talking to him like, yo, you look like you are a mark, and they take yeah. you for a mark. And that nigga was a role player for the Hornets. Like, we're not talking about LeBron here. Like we're talking about a role player for the Hornets, and like he just got took. Well, that's what you do for a role player because you know you get the money while you can. <laughs> if you get with LeBron James, you want to stay on that gravy chain. I mean, if you're that type of person, you want to stay on that gravy chain forever. You ain't trying to hop on and hop off. I know I wouldn't. So um they asked him if he saw it with Beth, and he's like, Of course I did. And they're like, wait, no, let me clarify. Did you talk with her about the paternity test or the allegation? And he's like, he goes silent. And they're like, well, what you need to do is buy some jewelry. Kobe nice. <laughs> you know, they, they be referencing everything in here. Right? No, which, no fear. Which means we don't give a fuck that Kobe raped somebody. Kobe nice. And then tell her that it was a false positive. And then that you took the test again and it was negative. And old checks like, I know it's my baby. And I'm disappointed in all of you. I'm having a child, not an arrangement. Okay, dog. Yeah. You sound like a mark. <laughs> Whatever you say. Okay. Yeah, but out there, as fucked up as they are, they're basically like, dog. We're trying to protect you, this. dude. We've been through this <laughs> before. Like, you can't see this for what this is? <laughs> Nigga, buff. Buff's big ass been through this four times, dog. You should listen with four time, four time, four time champion. <laughs> so Buff is doing squats and Lyle's asked, why aren't you lifting to get the 320s? And, and Buff's like, you know what? I have diabetes, dog, and I have to lose weight. And Lyle's asked him if he thinks anybody else in the room is trying to get smaller. And he's like, you'll get diabetes, and that sucks. But it's part of the game. Buff is like, you know what? Not wrong. Offensive linemen are the people most likely to get diabetes and die, and I'm not trying to do that. And I was like, so? What they put offensive and defensive linemen through is like the craziest shit. And have you seen some of these linemen when they retire? Some of them can barely walk. Yeah, their knees don't work. Randy, you're a football player. Speak on it. I mean, it's I'm not wrong. You, gotta, you have to make that choice. You do. <laughs> you get healthier career. Yeah, like I mean, you just gotta make that choice. And most people, most athletes, and most most people in general, choose their are career. gonna take their career because 
it sets you up for things that, you know, it's basically like, yeah, I might be 65 and be in really bad shape, but God damn, man, I live 60 years. We don't have to worry about shit. I got all, you know, all the access, all the money. My wife is good. My kids are good. My kids' kids are good. My kids' kids' kids are good. McConnell just said this. (laughs) McConnell just said this. He alluded to this, but he didn't quite say it when he was talking to um, old boy who's the assistant. And he was just like, yo, Doug, um, my career is almost over. Like by the time I'm by the time I'm 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 a little bit older, I'm gonna be working for you because like everything that I make right now has to sustain me for a very long time. I mean, most most NFL careers are what three years? The average is like three years. Yeah. So, so you so got to get what you can, can stay in three on, fucking years. If you can stay on and get that second contract, you can set yourself up with generational wealth. If yep. you can get that second contract. And that's I mean, and niggas will give anything to get that second contract. Mm-hmm. As we can see with Leon. Well, he, he already had his second contract. He trying right. to just hold on because he made some bad financial decisions that we right. learned about this episode. And yeah, out of nowhere. And so Buff says, I'm gonna lose the weight and still thrive. Old check toss to Carney, and Carney shows absolutely no client privilege whatsoever no client fixture privilege when he tells him you know what i got i helped leon get out of a situation by a via buyout he had a he had a child yeah. you don't hear nothing about it right exactly <laughs> i mean that's that's your man's i he, i mean maybe he's thinking like of course there's supposed to be attorney client privilege privilege but like he's like that's your man's he probably told you about this <laughs> nah. So Olchek is flabbergasted and he's even more so when Carney's like, yeah, it was your man, Leon, who's the one who advised me that y'all needed to talk. And I'm like, so Derek didn't follow through? Buff didn't follow through? Where the fuck was guard dog? No, they, they only, t- remember when they were talking, they said, get him the number. They didn't say that they were going to talk to him for, for, for him. Mm-hmm. They said, get him the number. So like, yeah, it took, it, it took somebody else to be like, okay, you need to talk to my man's here. Yep. And he, Leon, he the wrong world. Leon tells Olchek to stop thinking about his situation because the team needs you. Now, me, I don't have that problem. Leon finishes because, you know, he ain't playing. He thinks he ain't playing. Poor little Tink Tink. Didn't Tink Tink kill somebody? Like, I don't think we could use that anymore. Um, I think if this season had gone on a few more episodes, but Leon I'm saying- might have. I'm saying tink 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 put a put a, put a, put a shotgun to his lady, right? I don't know who the fuck is tink tink. Who is tink tink? Who are you the, talking um, about? Well, he was talking about poor little tink tink. That was yeah, the, who, the, run, the runner dude. The runner dude. I thought tink tink was that, from the show. Me too. No, the the no, it was a. That's about was, Oscar Pistorius. Yes. Because because he got approval to run with the <laughs> with the with the legs or whatever like that, and when he ran, it made a tink tink sound. That's what the, poor God little. God damn it! That's exactly what Cat Williams said. Yes, he was talking oh, about him. Was, oh, but yeah, Cat Williams, that's Chappelle. Yeah, there's a white boy that ran track for a motherfucking living. He ran track for a motherfucking living, and he lost 
both his motherfucking legs. Now, I hate losers and quitters, but I feel like if you run for a motherfucking living and you lose both of your motherfucking legs, you should be allowed to sit this motherfucker out. You have done everything there was for you to do. And this motherfucker on some gangster shit decide not only is he gonna walk again, he decide he gonna fucking race again. Now, you got to be in tune with your fucking star player to pull this shit off, because they made him some aluminum racing legs and shit look like bent back paper clips and shit. Just... <laughs> Don't try to act like something wrong with me. Some of you motherfuckers saw the story. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. It looked like bent back paper clips, like two baby boomerangs and shit. That's what he had to run on. That motherfucker had to be in tune with his star fucking player because sometimes motherfuckers ain't gonna have your back like you think you should. And this motherfucker now gotta come in on his aluminum racing legs and race again. And he gotta try to come in and be all calm and smooth and not draw too much attention to himself. To tink, 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 tink. Motherfuckers fucking with him and shit. Yeah, you gotta go over there and sign up first before you race. Okay, motherfucker. Tink, 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 tink. Yeah, they said I gotta sign up first. It's no sign up at all. Tink, 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 tink. He all at the starting line. You know motherfuckers fucking with him, doing all sorts of unnecessary exercises with their legs and shit. Just on your mark. He's so good. He's, he's really good at this. His, his life outside, maybe not the same. Thing happened. This motherfucker not only started running, this motherfucker started winning. And you know a hater can't stand a goddamn winner. And the last place you want to be in a motherfucking foot race is behind the motherfucker with no goddamn foots. That's the last. I bet that motherfucker's mad as shit. <laughs> My leg's tired, ain't your legs tired? <laughs> His legs ain't tired, he just take, 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 Just paper clips and sparks everywhere. Just take, 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 But you gonna have to be in tune with your star fucking player, cause these haters do not play fair. These hating ass motherfuckers at the Olympic Committee let this motherfucker race and then waited till he won and then disqualified him and said, and I quote, he had an unfair advantage. <laughs> Are you talking about the motherfucker running with no goddamn legs? Now who the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Poor little Tink Tink. So yeah. So that that was really that until that was that was really that was really funny until he killed somebody. He 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 in jail now for the rest of his life. Yeah. No, no, I think he got out. He got out. No, he only he got 13 years in five months. He is I should have told us where Cat Williams was gonna fall on certain issues in the future. Because some other some other celebrities, I mean some other comics would have took the other side. And they're like, it's unfair for us versus him. Yeah. And uh, last year in November, he was up for parole, but he had to speak with uh, his girlfriend's people. 
Oh, so so uh, what what you're saying is that uh, Augustus told told them, "Hey, you know this nigga up for parole, right?" Right. Mm-hmm. He was he was in, he was in there for eight years. I don't know if he ever got out, but yeah, like they said last year. Hey, I don't know if they called you and told you he up for parole, but DH says um, this has been a year of passing the torch at, during a, a, the news is out there. It's basically a press conference. Old man getting out the way and letting the young buck roll, but there hasn't been any battle between me and Leon. And Leon doesn't like that and calls DH out about it and tells DH, you in public about stuff that was the in-house. Now Leon's hitting him up about how he's a part of the team, and I don't care how DH care feels about me, and Coach feels the same way, but our situation is for publication. And DH is like, this is the part where you challenge me to the 40 or the power lift or or something that shows you still got something that tank of yours. Okay. Name your game, Pops, DH says. And then Leon shows him the name of the game. is oops, pal, surprise. <laughs> and he punches that nigga in the face. Unfortunately, the press is there. And he angry. Angry as Leon. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's your man with no master plan. Uh, angry Leon beating up DH while the press is there taking pictures including the place that he just got a job at. Dumbass. Old check makes a hit and the running back running back fumbles. Yes, he is a dumbass. He's a dumbass, a dumbass. Leon has a 12-year-old daughter named Lauren who lives in Kansas City. And Old check says that's all that all Leon ever mentioned is Gregory and Kyle and that he's never once mentioned Lauren. That's kind of the fucking point. Why would he mention her? <laughs> right? Like, that's kind of the point, dog. Like, that's why we have Carney. Duh. Um, Leon's like, I didn't know about her for six years. I found out through a cousin. She got a good life, though. Her stepdad is really involved, and she's taking care of for the rest of her life financially. Robin doesn't know, though, because this happened just as he was about to get married, and then there was no way he was going to mess that up. And Leon's like, if you don't want Carney's help, then don't take it. But for me, it was all for the best. And old check goes gallant. He's like, I know how involved you are with Gregory and Kyle. And now the best father I know has a daughter that he cares nothing about. Carl Malone. I felt like that was a little unfair. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Carl, Carl Malone's son resented him so much he decided to play football instead. <laughs> like he, mm-hmm. it, I, I know he played for the Cowboys at one point, but. Mm-hmm. Buff comes out and finds out he's being benched because he's losing weight. Because Lyle's is petty as fuck. He's no, like, why is, it, why, why is the rookie getting my minutes? And he's like, well, you made your decision. Now we got to make ours. Yeah, but they made it a point to show, to, to show him getting tossed in practice. Like, yeah, true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like losing that little bit of weight that he had lost so far. Made him all that the way much off. of like made that much of a fucking difference. It all, it wouldn't have all not the that, way, not that fucking fast. All the way down the depth chart, nigga. You lost five pounds. Get tossed. So Will Banks is disappointed in Leon for punching DH. So Leon decides now's the time for me to kick the ballistics. Oh, all right, baby! Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're disappointed in me. You're a team leader. I expected more. But DH was whipping the coach. He was whipping the team. And it was wrong. And it was being handled. And then you go and you punch him out right on camera. There's no handling that. Listen, 
I have dedicated myself to this team, carried the load when needed, and stepped back when asked, given you an honest day's work for an honest day's pay, and in return, I have been lied to and disrespected. Oh, oh yeah. You blame Coach for keeping me on the bench when you know it was your call. Oh, yeah. Stop a trade that could have jump-started my career. Pressure me to get my wife to lie about me pushing her so it would save the team some bad publicity. You have treated me like shit. And the best part about moving on is to be able to look you in the eye and tell you what an asshole you are. I hear you got a job on Channel 12. <laughs> Happy for you. He hit him when he said, I heard you got a job on Channel 12 and I'm happy for you. He said that with all the enthusiasm of Vesta. Talking about Congratulations. Talking about Bruce Willis. Allegedly. No, that's not allegedly. That's the truth. Allegedly. It's the truth. That song is about her finding out he was about to marry Demi Moore. That's, that's what that song is about. Congratulations. They should put that in karaoke bars. I bet a lot of drunk women would sing that instead of Before He Cheats. Right. Before He Cheats is a terrible fucking song. And it's even worse when you go to on a cruise and every night somebody's singing in the karaoke bar. I drove my keys into the side. I fucked up his ride. <laughs> Over his four-wheel drive. Punch my name in its bright black leather seats. I don't know the words. <laughs> I, I only know the little the little clip from when you're looking through songs for a rock band. Like that's the only part that I do. Uh, uh, yeah. So coach is providing a car. Oh, wait, no. So before that happens, Leon immediately gets fired from the newscasting before he even starts for punching DH in the mouth. This plus the situation Duh. with Robin led to the decision. Duh. Like you, you try you you didn't necessarily get away with, but you survived a domestic violence situation. And then you go and punch somebody on camera. And you punch somebody for something you ain't got to punch them about. No Correct. Punch he had no reason to punch him. None. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's always a reason to punch a nigga. But, no, like, you just no, don't not do for it. This. Like, no, not for this. Not, A, you disrespecting the team and doing stuff that should be in private and public. So you just punch him in the face in front of the rest. That's pretty fucking public. But, like, at this point, he has senioritis. Like, he's just like, yo, I'm, I'm going to be out of here. I got enough job. Like, shit, shit's fucked up around here. But And I'm not going to play today. I'm not going to play at the game. So, you know what? Fuck this. I've lost like, a job before I got a job. I quit a job after one week. No, literally. I got a job, thought I had the job, walked into the job, and then they were like, oh, we didn't hire you. What do you mean I, you didn't I, hire I, me? I've had one of those two. I had the one person of those two. who called you to be the new dishwasher is actually the dishwasher, and he was just tired of doing dishes, so... Here's a free burrito. Thanks for walking over after you got out of school. Have a nice day. I was only like 16. Yeah, I, I had one of those where I signed up through a temp agency and ain't nobody know who I was when I showed up. Mm-hmm. So, Coach is now providing a car and a driver for DH to take him to and from all practices and film sessions. And if DH starts any problems with the driver, all, DH, Coach will call the cops. DH is like, I don't have a problem with that. 
But then he reminds coach that Will Banks has made his loyalties really clear. And coach is like, man, I'm sorry you can't see. I'm trying to help you. And as a coach, I felt that. Mm-hmm. I felt that. Like, why as the father fuck are you fucking that. against me so hard? Dude, I'm trying to save your life. You still mad about the practice thing? Yep. Uh, as a father, I felt that. Not as a coach, but as a father, I felt that. I feel that. Uh, yeah, I feel that. So then Leon goes in and asks to talk to Mr. Wilbanks. <laughs> You want to make it stop. The time running out on the only life you've ever known, but you can't. All you can do is stand there and watch yourself disappear. For the record, guy will never be the back you were. Mr. Wilbanks, you busy? No, no, not at all, Leon. Come on in. I heard about the uh, Channel 12 job. Tough break. Yeah. Um, that's uh, actually why I'm here. Is that front office position still open? First of all, Leon is now two for two in uh, assaulting or, or talking breezy to the front office people and then immediately having to come back and, like, suck up. Couldn't wait to tell Will Banks off. Couldn't wait to tell Will Banks that. Couldn't wait to tell Will Banks off. Couldn't wait to tell Will Banks that Coach had cancer. (laughs) But, you know, as he's thinking about how DH's uh, picture is now where his picture used to be up on a wall somewhere. It looked like North Carolina. DH got hit during the play and hurt his knee. So they took him to get x-rayed. Olchek, meanwhile... Always thought he'd have a wife, two kids, and a dog. And when he talks to Jenna, she comes in and he's like, "I come on in." They hug awkwardly, and he's like, "I got us a pizza." And she's like, "I'm a vegetarian." I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) "You you ain't spend that much time around her, right? You only spent tonight." And this whole thing started sounding a whole lot like Little Dicky's pillow talking. So he's like, um. I wanted to talk to you about the the our baby, our our child is coming that I'm gonna be so good to and love so much and can't wait to have him around because I want to be a better father than my dad was. And Jenna's like, yeah, I've already hired a lawyer to work things out, and I don't think I should be talking to you. <laughs> yeah, at this point, he should know that this is not gonna go the way he expects it to go, and he still goes into the arbitration. Like, I want to be a father to my child. That nigga went to the arbitration like, I don't need a timeline. (laughs) I told the district attorney about my kids. I showed her pictures. (laughs) She's moving to San Luis Obispo and isn't looking for joint custody. And he says, as a man, your relationship with your child can be reduced to an arrangement. And then, and then they hit him with the one hit a quitter. We understand you just got a, 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 contract. a contract. A contract. That's, that's wild. Hey, we, hey. We, we understand. We understand that that's over four years, right? Three million per annum? Four? Four? four, four? four three, three million per annum or is it three years? Four million per annum. What are we doing right now? Yeah. What, what are we doing? 
What means the world to you? Don't be a mark. Don't be like him. <laughs> this nigga, what are we talking about? <laughs> right? We talking practice. I didn't even nut in her. It was practice. <laughs> so he's like, I just shut down. There's nothing I can do. And Beth is like, there's nothing you can do. And for a second, she's like, it's going to be okay. And he's like, in a few years, but there's nothing you can do if you're a guy. And Beth is like, you know what, dude, you and your emotions and, and I don't want to deal with this shit. We should break up. Good, Scar. Here's my problem. I mean, the only thing that you can say that would have led to this is the conversation that they had earlier. But let's be honest about this. She gives him the whole bit boom bam about, oh, you just you you just lost out on having a child. So now you want to replace that with something. No, bitch, you were supposed to be here in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. You know what I mean? The whole point <laughs> was like until this happened, you were moving in tomorrow. Tomorrow. So, like, this isn't something that just came up out of the fucking blue. You were already supposed to be here. And now that this thing is 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 not going to go my way, I'm not going to be able to be a father. Like, okay, so now we good, right? Like, you know, like, I, you know, I needed to figure out what the fuck I was going to do about my, about my child situation. That situation got handled for me. So now we back on, right? And she's like, no, we're not back on. You're just trying to use me to feel some blah, 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 whatever the fuck. And it's just like, yo, you were supposed to be here in the first place. And that was weird. Like, you were set to come move in tomorrow. Tomorrow. I wonder if you don't love you tomorrow. It was only a day of fucking way. What are we talking about here? That was my issue with that shit. That was my issue with that shit. She's going back to O'Connell. That, yeah, that shit don't make no fucking sense. You were already supposed to be here. Then this came up, and we were just like, okay, hold on, maybe we need to think about this. And then, like, all of a sudden, it was just like, okay, that, that situation got taken care of. We back. She was like, no, we not. The fuck? Nuh-uh. <laughs> exactly. Nuh-uh. I call quitsies. Nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, she pulled a credit karma on this nigga. It's like, oh, I got good credit now. <laughs> and Equifax is like, no, you don't. Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, I made sure to make note of this. So I want to show y'all real fast just how stupid this nigga sack dance was. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, I really wanted y'all to know that I felt like his sack dance was stupid and like he didn't put thought into it at all. Um, and they were just like, we need you to improvise a sack dance. You're going to get a sack this week. Good luck. And so he sat at home and then he was like, this is the best I could come up with. And it was fucking bad. He looked like he just powerbombed somebody like. You know what I mean? Like it don't look like a sack dance. That looked like I just that looked like I'm 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 in the ring, dog. Like <laughs> why the fuck? One, two, <gasps> like why why are we throwing up the that's, that's that looks like something that you do when you knock a motherfucker out in wrestling and you just put your foot on his chest and you do that. <laughs> the, no, he did the Von Miller dance. That's the this Von Miller for real. Yes, the Von Miller sack dance with wow. the with the one two as well. Shout, shout out to my man Joe Burrow who brought out the Icky Shuffle. Shout out to Icky Woods who brought out the trophy. 
Big Money. ass nigga. <laughs> Icky big. That's Icky true. is thicky. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyhow. He, I mean, he looked like he he really looked like a little kid, like a six year old when they just did something like awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what he looked like. <laughs> DH got hurt during the play. And so they uh, took him to get x-rayed. And while DH is getting x-rayed, Leon gets the call. Um, Buff also shows Lyles that his weight is going back up and I'll make it back to 315. Leon gets three runs because, like we said, every time Leon goes in, he does excellently. He goes in, gets three <laughs> runs, and gets the first down. Nigga, let me tell you something about what what Leon did. Like, my, what happened? What happened to that that tenth of a second nonsense that the coach was talking about? Right. What <laughs> <laughs> happened to that tenth of a second nonsense? Because this thing, nonsense. This nigga was out there balling. He was he was running. He was catching. He, you know what I mean? Like he was. I mean, he was doing everything. Like he was a. No, he cycled perfect. back on though. He, on he was. A, side, remember, he on the juice. He might be. You know what? You know he, what? He, he might be the piss man, and now he back on the cycle. Guard dog came through, and it, I'm just saying. But uh, the results of the X-ray are ready, and they're on third down. And DH comes back. They said he got a bruise in his knee, so we gave him a shot. And coach was like, that's cool. Sit your ass down. And Leon stays in. McConnell drops back to pass, and Leon's open. So they show this whole thing in slow motion because, again, bad quarterback plus slow running back equals slow-mo. Right. And they, they did that shit like the they did this shit like the scene of necessary roughness at the end where he where he uh remembers that he would throw to the target with the same uh numbers on the uniform <laughs> of the receivers. Like they did that shit where he just kind of like, oh shit, it's like I'm back on the field. I want you to act like you're at your mama's house and the <laughs> dinner bell is ringing. <laughs> so um McConnell drops back to pass and throws it to Leon. Leon catches the touchdown. What you fucking told? <laughs> he catches the touchdown to seal the victory. And DH is now the one who's in Leon's mode. Like, hey man, enjoy it while you can, motherfucker. Because I'll be balk. Well, I mean, let's be honest about this. This nigga ain't got a contract next year. So, like, what are you so mad about? Like, yeah, he won this game. Like, if y'all make it to the playoffs, guess who's playing? Probably Leon. No, Leon's not playing in the playoffs. Do what you have to do to play. DH is playing in the playoffs. And that's what Buff told him, too. He was like, we going to need you for the playoffs, my nigga. Like, stop pouting. Exactly. He's like pouting, pouting. And it's like, nigga, it was just like, you know. It's a little bit. It's a little bit of football, but I mean, my man did all right. But he ain't got next year. Got carried off the carried off the field on the shoulders of his teammates, on the arms of an angel and shit. And DH is like, enjoy your five minutes of fame because that's all you're gonna get. And then Chambers advises them that with three minutes and twelve seconds left in the fourth quarter, Phoenix is losing to Jersey twenty-one to ten, and everyone cheers. They celebrate, and then they pass out the game balls. Leon gets a game ball. Old check gets a game ball. And then Chambers comes back in and he's like, Yeah. Yeah, they start. No, no, you ain't you ain't missed the most important part. These niggas start throwing around the champagne like you do. They when start you chugging win. it back. And he's when like, you, 
They, no, they like tossing it around and shit like you do when you win the championship. Like mm-hmm. these niggas really felt like they did something, kind of like that, um, kind of like that uh that playoff game, but like the one of the last playoff games that um New York has ever got. They dropped fucking confetti just because they won a playoff game in the first fucking round. Kind of like the Atlanta Falcons. So um Chambers comes back in and he's like, Yeah, um finish the score. But they didn't get the extra point. So the score is 21 to 16 with one minute left. And Derek's like, all right, thanks. And then they turn on the TV. Chambers pushes past because Derek is like, thanks, like it's still over. Chambers pushes past him and turns on the TV and everybody crowds around the TV. Luther, who is the guy that Olchek played football with in the street so he could see his read, has the ball. And he doesn't tap the ball, which is his read. So Olchek knows he's going to run. Absolutely. But since Olchek didn't tell anybody else about this read to shut this motherfucker down, nobody else in the league knows it. Right. It's still and, such a stupid fucking thing. And so what? Not telling anybody else? No, the fucking, I, I know when he's going to run. <laughs> I'd be tapping the ball all over the place on that nigga and then taking off. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but Luther runs for like 60 yards. Touchdown. Game over. So the season. Phoenix scored 12 points in three minutes. Reggie Miller style. And there you have it. That's playmakers. That's no, the whole he says season. Cut the TV off. Yeah, and then as they cut the TV off, your TV gets turned off too, and it feels like uh, Metal Gear Solid when your controller got taken over. That's true, that too. But it feels like The Sopranos to me. We're not going to talk about that yet. Yeah, but... We we will get a round to The Sopranos. Yep. Eventually. but we're done with this. I think I think it was it was a good series at the time. Um, now, in hindsight, wink, um, it's not so good. It was is very much a product of its time, and kind of, yeah. that's where that's probably where this shit should have stayed. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I had the DVDs, and I was like, let's have some fun before we go into. Um... Open black. No, I'm trying to think what I decided I was going to call the show. I think I decided on just the orphanage. I don't orphanage? know. I don't think that's a good title. For this. Or Seven Cestras. Um, something. Cinco Cestras. I don't know. I'll think of it. It was yeah, something. But there's like a lot of them, as it turns out. Don't spoil it. Brandon hasn't seen it. The Brandon is not here. Oh, well, he's a quitter. And I had a question for him. Yeah, I think something happened. He froze for a minute and then he, then he bowed out. Brandon just can't be bowing out on niggas, man. I had questions. Like, real life questions. Hardcore criminal. Um, so, the last thing we're going to do for this uh, series, before we move on to the next one, Joe sent us an uh, email. And I want to say before we do anything further, shout out to my man's Joe and them. Joe is dope as fuck. He's, my, man's, my man's in them. Shout out to my man's in them. He's constant. 
Like, yeah, shout me? out to him. Shout out to Kelly. They some constant motherfuckers, and I appreciate them. Shout out to my girl, Ashanti. She's a constant motherfucker, and I appreciate her. Even though she's wrong, like Brandon's wrong, when it comes to Jada. They wrong. I said you right. Okay. For us. No, I'm right. I am? I am? What are we talking about? They said Jada's a bad actress. Yes. What? Thank you. Can you name something stellar, like something that she played in where she was <laughs> like, where she was like, where she was just like off the walls, like wow, she stole this show. Like, has she ever had an Andrew Garfield performance? Anyone? Just name, name a one. Not set it off. Not <laughs> low down, dirty shame. Not you. Know, she was horrible. In, Oh my God, she was bad. I mean, they were both bad, but like, she's bad in that. Like, like she was. She is not a great actress. Like, let's be honest about this here. Um, she is not. I can tell him. Did I crush on her? And it was clouding his judgment. I like. I I personally liked her singing on singing on Wicked Wisdom more than her acting. Ah. <laughs> but then, but then for Mother's Day, fucking Willow sang her song for her and did it a lot better than she ever could. So it's like, fuck, she can't have nothing. <laughs> she was not good. She was not good in the Matrix. She was not good in screen for the for the ten minutes she was actually on screen. Like, what are we talking about here? She was a. Hey, she was good in Bamboozle. I don't even remember Bamboozle. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, that, that movie didn't hit me in the way it probably should. I actually forgot she was in Bamboozle, but she was good in it. Fuck y'all <laughs> niggas. I, y'all right. I don't. You and know and like and like anything that she. Well, no, I will say this. I will say this part right here. She was decent in Gotham. Oh was. yeah, she was good in Gotham. She See, was so decent. Fuck y'all niggas. She there was decent. But, no, but decent. that show was fucking horrible. So maybe that's why yeah. she seemed good. She was, also, she was also really good in the Inkwell. I don't remember the Inkwell. I know that she was in it, but I don't really remember the And Inkwell. she was the best actress, period, in Menace to Society. Nigga, none of them could act in Menace to Society. That's why she wins, <laughs> my nigga. Look at the best. The best actor in that movie was, Rock. was called Faggot Ass Chauncey. Like, what are we talking about here? I was gonna say rock, but okay, we'll go with Chauncey. Out of everything that he's done since, is yeah. is he not the best actor of that whole bunch? He is. I mean, we can. I mean, we can. I mean, Bill Duke, like Bill Duke, is like, you know what I mean? Oh no, Bill Duke is dope. Bill Duke is yeah. dope, but 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 Clifton Powell is the best actor in that movie. Uh, Clifton Powell, that's Pinky, right? Yes. Yeah, that's Pinky Nichols. Yeah. And then when he when he played on um when he played on Black Lightning, I fucking like that dude. All right, so here's a question from Joe. Also, Ashanti, I guess you're right. Fine, whatever. I don't even care no more. Shit, she was still sexy as fuck when she and was look, peaches. And, Brandon, and Brandon is not standing up for her, and she from Baltimore. That's how you know this. That's shit exactly is what the nigga said too. I <laughs> say. <laughs> He said exactly that verbatim, my nigga. Okay, so look, she was great as Peaches. I was 13 and 
I felt a certain sort of way. Actually, I was 14, so I know I felt a certain sort of way. Whew. So anyway, Joe says uh, he wants our take on the situation that's already played out with Neil Young, Joe Rogan, and Spotify. Um, I know listening to your show for a year, for over a year, Joe Rogan most likely does not align with your views. Nope, he doesn't. And they don't allow it align with his either. But his take was just don't listen to him no matter what platform he's on. Uh, he's generally interested in our opinion on this as we're podcasters ourselves. And he appreciates our opinion on things. Okay, here's my take on this. Whatever whatever platform Joe Rogan is on, this shit is going to happen. If he was if he was just doing YouTube videos, are you really going to say I want all my shit off of YouTube? Like mm-hmm. it's like the the whole thing it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything at all. And apparently he has ties to video game companies making like many uh, video game um, stuff. And he was going off at at the video game publishers and platforms um, to uh, make them speak up, making Microsoft speak up about the the atrocities of Activision while they are announcing that they're taking over Activision and they have a squeaky clean reputation. But he wants them to speak up or he wants to take all of his little bullshit games off of off of the Xbox. It's like this doesn't mean anything like it's it's meaningless and like let's be honest like who the fuck is like yo i'm gonna listen to some neil young right now you know a what lot I, mean? of like, I mean a lot of people a lot of people i don't know i don't know nobody i don't know nobody who no you don't know like the that. people that's right. right you don't know I, the people. I mean maybe this is a big maybe this is a big deal for some but like i don't i don't see the i don't see the grandstanding that a lot of you know like white people do like when you know they make a you know nike makes a thing with colin kaepernick and they start burning their shoes and shit but they're not burning the expensive shoes they're burning the the the, you know the little 50 60 dollar shoes um and like the smashing up the keurigs because keurig pulled their um pulled their promo from fox news pulled their commercials from fox news and shit like that it's like why am i why am i destroying something that i've already paid for that makes no sense well one if you kick him off for Spotify, he's just going to be everywhere else then. He on an exclusive Spotify contract. That's actually limiting his reach. You're going <laughs> to make him You're gonna make him a martyr. You're going to make those, him a martyr. Two, in, in, he's a podcaster essentially just talking about conspiracy theories. I'm not, you know, Mr. White Man. It's a First Amendment, blah, 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 blah. But, like, I feel like the dude is just a podcaster talking about stupid shit there's no to me what he's doing is no different than if he was doing a podcast on the flat earth or the a hollow moon or any other ridiculous bullshit it just so happens there's a bunch of stupid fucking people in the world that listen to him and believe him but like i do i do i'm not like i said i'm not missing the first amendment thing but i do think it's kind of dangerous to be like I'm going to kick him off my platform because his show talks about conspiracy theories. Like that just seems kind of weird to me. And I've, and I've seen some of his content, but his content, I've always watched his content for the guest. I've never, I've never looked at something for like, I've seen the, 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 when Jamie Foxx was on and all of that kind of stuff. Like I've seen those, but like for the guest, I'm not watching anything for him. Like, I don't care about him. And like, I'm pretty sure that most people don't care about him, but now he, they, they have a rallying cry 
And what you did was you gave you gave these people a rallying cry to 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 circle around him and say keep him where he is. And, and like, he backtracked because you know he wanted his bread. So at the end of the day, he's like, I I may feel he didn't really way, backtrack though. He was like, I I didn't mean if I offended you, my bad. Well, no, he said that. He said that he thinks that he's gone too far on one side and that he might host, get other people on the other side on. Yeah. on the, As a host, he should have both opinions presented is what he said. Yeah. So, you know, um, I've gone a little bit too far on the side of uh, you should cook your own meals and not go out to dinner. People have told me that I'm fucked up for always propagating that I should cook my own meals and not waste my money going out to dinner. So instead, I'm going to consider going out to dinner that doesn't mean he's gonna do it it just means spotify said look dude we made this whole page about COVID 19 say something say something <laughs> because they literally got the, the the ceo of spotify on wax this nigga literally said we're riding with joe this we, nigga got a this nigga got a voicemail from uh from spotify and of course it's spotify so they're going to use a song and it's only say something i'm giving up on you like it's just that <laughs> i don't listen to the show but even before this happened he did have people on the other side on it's just like one out of every 20 because there was this one clip he had this doctor on and he's trying to tell the doctor hey man you know you take the vaccine when you're a kid i mean when you're a teenager it can cause this this and this and the doctor was like yeah that's true but it's like 15 times more likely if you catch covid to get that and he's like, and Joe, Joe's like, no, I don't think that's true. And the doctor's like, oh, it's true. And he's like, let me do some research. So on the show, he gets on Google and he pulls up this article and he starts reading it. And he's like, look, look, see, this is what I know. And he goes, you know, when you get the vaccine, you know, you have a, you know, 20% chance of this happening to you as a teenage male. And then the very next sentence was like, but if you catch COVID as a teenage male, it's a 10 times more chance of this happening to you. And he goes, oh, that don't sound right. Then he starts asking his producer. He's like, hey, is this right? Are you sure this right? We on the right page? And the doctor's sitting there the whole time like, I tried to tell you. I don't know. It's, like, it's, like, it's the difference between doing actual research and confirmation bias. Yeah. And what he can stand behind is the fact that he's not a scientist. He's a podcaster. And this is just my opinion. The problem is when you have a voice, people are going to listen to your opinion, whether it's right or wrong. And in a situation like COVID, it's a very inflammatory situation, no matter which side you stand on it about. If you're sitting there propagating it on your show, you're taking a stance. And that's, and it's the reason why people came after LeBron. Because he, they wanted LeBron to come out and be like, "Yo, y'all should get the vaccine." And LeBron said, "No, it's you know, it was a personal decision between me and my family, and I'm not really going to go that deep into it." I think Basically. you know, yeah. It, it, but but they came after him because they wanted him to actually speak up and say something, and he didn't. And fucking Kareem came after LeBron about that. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fucking Kareem, are you kidding me, Kareem? So, so um, here are the people at this point in time who are left Spotify because of Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Crosby, Still and Nash. These are 
all old ass people. No, no, I thought it was just uh, as I understand it, it was, just, it was just Nash. Hold on. Um, Nash wanted his shit pulled, so I guess Crosby and Stills had to go along because Nash only got a little bit of solo work. I've read, I've read that article, um, but Nash is the one that's mad about this. Yeah, the three added until real action is taken to show a concern for humanity. We don't want our music or the music we made together to be on the same platform. NDRE left Spotify, which that blows me back because that's one of Nisha's favorite uh, musicians. Yeah, only I'm, I'm, I can only really think of one song. And then Donald Trump's uh, niece. That's it. Oh, yeah. They don't give a fuck. Here's, here's the problem with Donald Trump's niece. Like Donald Trump himself has recently done things where he's just like, yo, dog, I'm I'm protected. I think y'all should get protected. And, <laughs> yeah. they, and they boo him. They booed him. They booed the shit out of this man who was just like, yo, I think y'all should go get the vaccine. And and like they, they boo him at his own events. Why he's still throwing events? The world will never know. But like, yeah, he's he's throwing events and they're booing him because he's just like, yo, I think y'all need to get this shit. Bottom line is. Spotify don't give a fuck. Spotify, mm-hmm. he has 11 million monthly listeners. For those listeners to listen to his show, they have to buy the premium version of Spotify. It can't be no free shit. Spotify yeah, don't give I don't a think, fuck. Honestly, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think Spotify, like, it's not like he's, like, running a white supremacist cult recruit like it's like he's talking about conspiracy things i'm sure there's like a hundred podcast like 50 a thousand podcasts on spotify that discuss cons- conspiracy theories i do think it's the dangerous. best one is drunk theory y'all check I, that out i do think it's dangerous to say to be like hey man a lot of people listen to you you talking about this you know conspiracy theories we about to deplatform you because, like, it, like, is anything he's doing against their terms and conditions? Like, that to me, that just seems like you could because this could happen. This is one of those things where you know people say this for a lot of shit and it's generally bullshit, but this absolutely could happen for the absolute opposite reason that you're talking about and be construed as like bad. Yep, like it, it absolutely could happen. So, like, I, I understand people's sentiment because you know we're all trying to get out of this shit. And this shit ain't helping. But, like, I don't feel like that. I feel like that makes it worse, honestly. You know, he gets kicked off Spotify. He becomes a whole nother level of martyr, like Scar was talking about. Like, then, because then he actually has something. Like, then you, he actually has something tangible to point to. He can be like, look, they don't want y'all to hear this shit. He's going to, he he leaves Spotify. He becomes an ONN superstar. Mm-hmm. And does anyone want that? And the thing is, honestly, I strongly believe that 95% of these comedians don't believe Sorry. shit they say. Sorry, O-A-N-N. I believe these comedians don't believe half the shit that they say, if not more. I believe Joe Rogan don't believe it. I believe Joe Rogan is in the same boat as fucking Kid Rock. Nah, when 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 Joe Rogan got the shit, he was telling people that he took that ivermectin shit. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, like I mean, that's like the fucking no. I believe horse like drug. people believe this shit, Rashani. I know because to us it seems so ridiculous that people would do this. So stuff, ridiculous, but they do believe this shit. They don't think it's 
they think they're right. But here, the thing about this, the funny thing, I know this is going along, but the funny thing about this is this thing has transcended race. It's transcended gender. It's transcended class. Like you talk, you can find COVID coops anywhere you look, anywhere you look yep. in the black community, in the brown community, LGBTQ community, I, rich, I, poor. I had a, I had a lady, I had a lady follow me on Facebook because someone posted about my cookies and she said that she was going to want some. So she sent me a friend request. I accepted a friend request. And um, then she started talking about how the vaccine is witchcraft. And she doesn't want that. She doesn't want to be, uh, have someone inject spells into her body. Like these are the people that we're dealing with here. And we're not talking about, we're not talking about, you know, the, the, the person that you think about when you think about someone who, who watches and listens to OANN. Um, this was, this was a sister and she starts, she's talking about witchcraft and it's poison and all of this kind of shit. And like, she was going to fuck off. So I just had to mute the fuck out of her real quick because I'm like, yeah, I'll sell you some cookies, but like, fuck this shit. I'm not, I don't have to listen to what the fuck you say about this. Yeah, this thing transcends everywhere, and that's what's attracting to Joe Rogan. Like, it, this thing hits all areas of life, all of it. I got, I got somebody that I work with who has gotten the vaccine and is going off again. Well, she got the vaccine after someone she knows passed from COVID. Now she's going off again about the booster shot. And saying the same shit when you have the Johnson and Johnson in your body, lady. And she's mm-hmm. going off again about how this is harmful and all of this kind of stuff and talking nonsense about how it changes your DNA. Like, this is what the fuck we're talking about here. And this is someone I see every week, every weekday. Yes. Yeah, so I think that was a good question. I've been dying to talk about that because I haven't done my show in so long. But yeah, that's... um. That's the interesting thing, man. I don't like, I don't, I don't think, you know, you kick him off Spotify, then what, you going to go back on Apple? The Apple podcast going to kick him out too? Then Google no. Google podcast going to kick him out too? Then YouTube will kick him off too? If, <laughs> if, if he left Spotify and went to Apple, Apple will let him do whatever the fuck he wanted. Just come. There's all types of podcasts. Exactly. Podcast come to Butthead. <laughs> come and talk to me. <laughs> right? That, it's all if, types if he, of if he, I swear to God, if that nigga left Spotify, everybody on the block would go straight Regina Bell. Baby, come to me. But see, here, here's one thing that I saw on Facebook, because I never unfollowed my conservative uh, friends, people that people that I know and stuff like that that are on that that were trumpets. I never unfollowed them, but it's them that are talking cash noise about Neil Young right now. They are going the fuck mm-hmm. off about him. And it's like, mm-hmm. I thought that was your man's. I thought mm-hmm. that was your man's. All he did was say that he don't fuck with Joe Rogan like that. And Joe Rogan is dangerous. And now all of a sudden, y'all don't even like your man's no more. Mm-hmm. They had, they had, did you see the interview with Candace Owens and Trump? And she tried, and he and Trump was like, yeah, our administration made this vaccine. It's good. Everybody should go get it. And she tried to tell him, like, but you know the vaccine's not good. Like, he said, no, no, no. He's like, look, the people that are dying don't got the vaccine. The ones that aren't, 
What, it, it, the, it makes this shit crazier. It's so much crazier. Afterwards, she's trying to like fix it, right? Because she's like, oh my God, this is, I can't, like, this messes my whole game up. And she goes, oh, Trump's, you know, since he's been out of the office, he's kind of older. He's not really in the spaces it, that we're in, so he don't know. It makes everything really worse is. when Trump is the one making sense here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, again... Don't kick him off. The, the, the moral of the story is don't kick him off. You're going to make him a martyr. You're going to make him more popular. And then the worst people are going to be the ones that are following his every fucking word. Exactly. The way that they took care of polio back in the day, because nobody wanted to get the polio vaccination. You remember this, Brandon? I'm sure you read yep. history on it. The way that they started getting niggas to get the polio vaccination was that Elvis took pictures getting yep. the vaccination for polio. And all of a sudden, teenagers thought that shit was cool. Yeah, but it's the opposite now. Now, if you they like you and you get the vaccine, they turn on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't be like, I want to get it because you got it. They're like, oh, now he's one of them. What they should have done is when COVID first happened, they should have told people, if you don't get the vaccine, the longer you're exposed to COVID, you get ED. And guess what? All yep. the fucking people would have went and got that goddamn vaccine. Pretty much. Oh, your Dicky Dicky don't work. <laughs> What's wrong with Dicky Dicky? <laughs> oh boy. So, Joe, thank you so much. Um, again, we really do appreciate you. And the next thing we're gonna be doing is um, orphan black, orphan blacks, which is Scar's request. Uh, so yeah, we'll be hopefully still going um, two episodes a week. And um, yeah, so. We'll be starting that up. <laughs> you sure we're gonna be able to pull that off? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why wouldn't I be able to pull it off? Where's Orphan Black? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's um, on Voodoo. I got. I, I gave you my uh, Voodoo account, right? It's, it's, it's Amazon. It's on Amazon. And on Voodoo. Why wouldn't I be able to pull that off, Scar? Because we're barely <laughs> able to pull this shit off now. But then your, but then your whole team got kicked off. So like, okay. I yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. Basketball season's over for me. I got you, dog. I got you. Yeah. So, uh, thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly do appreciate it. You can contact Scar on on uh, Twitter at Scarfinger. Um, Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B O K. Remember when I say that cool black nerd? Good times. Good times. Good times. Yeah, it was weird. I'm on Twitter at Rashani, and the show is still Return to Oswald. I might change it. I'm just worried that if I change it, niggas won't know where to find us at. Just call it RTO Podcast. Yeah, that'll call, work. That's what I said. Okay, podcast. so I'll change it to RTO Podcast. Um, yeah. And you can leave a review for the show uh, on Spotify. That takes like 13 seconds. Or you can uh, leave a review on Podchaser and then copy and paste your words into Apple Podcasts and then copy and paste those words into the Good Pods app. Um, you can also donate to the show via patreon.com slash single simulcast or um, backslash single simulcast. Sorry. Don't, don't forget um, about Stitcher. I still got a lot of listeners of Scarcast and I still listen to listen on Stitcher. Yeah, but I don't know how to see the reviews on Stitcher. No, but if you leave a review on Stitcher, just tell us and we'll try to find it. I don't know how to find a review on Stitcher. (laughs) And I've been with Stitcher since the very beginning. I still, I went on there a few days ago just to look before I started saying this shit to people. I don't know how to find a review on Stitcher. 
Okay. So if, if, if you want to go to Stitcher, go for it. We appreciate you there too. Um, we just won't read it. Yeah, we won't read it. Um, you can leave a voicemail at 916-633-1537. And our email address is return to Oswald at gmail.com. I think that about sews it up. Thank you all so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler to you later. Peace. Peace out. Music for Cocaine Cougars was made by Broke for Free. And this song is called Calm the Fuck Down. It's available on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know my name, you